0: What's up, guys? It's Jordan Stolz, the host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. This one, a foodie Friday where I'm answering answering listener questions. Well, in reality, I really only get one or two done because of some longer answers. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this show and you get a lot out of it. I believe that everyone needs to hear what I'm talking about in today's show. A lot of people are caught kind of in the diet trap, eating too little, dropping too much weight too soon getting impatient, and then they end up with some damaged metabolisms and some really kind of bigger issues than if they would have just done it right in the first place, and uh, there's no going back, so we're just kind of looking to fix this issue, right? That's what I'm doing in today's show is a specific case study on metabolic damage, how to... Uh, fix this, how to reverse kind of out of it, but then also how to reach your goals in the process. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoy it. I think it's a great episode and you can get a lot from it. If you like the show, please review and subscribe. Those are the two big things you can do as 2017 finishes up. Hope you guys are having a great holiday uh, time. Hopefully you're enjoying your time with family, getting ready for the big day, Christmas day coming up. Uh, But this is... Friday, and uh, it, that means it's Foodie Friday. So I'm going to keep coming out with the shows, and hopefully you guys find some time to listen to it during this holiday season. Let's get down to today's episode. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, guys? It's episode 141 of the Triple F Podcast, and I'm Jordan Stoltz, the one and only host of the Triple F Podcast, FFF, standing for fitness, food, and freedom. Welcome to a new show. Welcome to Foodie Friday foodie friday on fridays i talk about diet nutrition and just kind of pick a topic and just talk about it break it down for you guys try to simplify it and tell you guys really only what works and what you need to hear try to try to what's the right word uncomplicate decomplicate uh lessen the complication of these Different topics that get kind of messed up and overanalyzed and um, marketed wrong, and a lot of people just have misinformation. So, hopefully, I can clear some stuff up in today's show. In today's show, it is a QA, as I talked about this last week. I was doing QA episodes, did one on Wednesday for more workout related things. Today's about nutrition, but I really want to answer this case study the most. Really appreciate this question. A lot of detail went into this one. Um, a lot of things that really helped me answer it well so i thank you for asking this question uh this is kind of about metabolic damage it's about weight loss getting to a goal seeing results uh but then really how to fix your metabolism and eat the right way more long term so it's a sustainable lifestyle kind of choice right i I'm a big fan, a big proponent. Uh, definitely push it with clients of minimal effective dose. If you don't know what that is, basically minimal effective dose is doing the least amount of work possible to elicit change. That's kind of how you can think about it. So if you're doing your training, uh, if say you're training for, uh, let's say you're weightlifting, just an easy example to do. If you can get your body to change and adapt and grow and get stronger. With three days a week weightlifting, my thought is why would you do six? So the minimal effective dose might be three, You might maybe even two days a week. Um, so you maybe, you maybe will follow that, right? The minimal effective dose. For food, since this is Foodie Friday, maybe it's more like calories. The minimal effective dose of work you have to do, of deficit you have to hold. So instead of eating super low calories to lose weight, if you can lose weight at only a 10% drop in your calories, why wouldn't you do that compared to a 50% drop, right? If you're eating 2,000 calories, maintaining your weight, uh, if you could lose your weight on 1,800, you definitely want to do that over dropping it all the way to 1,000, even though it may be faster. The minimal effective dose is going to be more sustainable. It's going to be something you can do consistently, change your lifestyle. It's not going to dramatically affect other parts of your body like your brain, your hormones, your psychological, um, just your attitude about fitness and nutrition, uh, and then your mood as well. So that's something to keep in mind as I'm answering this case study. So in this case study, in this question, uh, this girl is female, two months tracking. So that she's been tracking her food for two months. Big fan of the show. Um, kind of been getting used to this tracking thing, right? Um, the goal right now for her is to get down five pounds for a cruise and just kind of lean up in general. Um, it's, really, it's really just to get lean see the abs lose a little bit of weight that kind of thing right um also for the just for the people who do the math out there kind of the number nerds like me uh we got 21 years old so pretty young five foot eight five days a week working out and 137 to 140 pounds kind of fluctuates between there and wants to drop that five pounds. So probably down to like 130, 135 for this cruise just to kind of lean up a little bit. Uh, and right now she's eating 1,100 calories to 1,500 calories per day, usually about 1,100 during the week, 1,500 on the weekends. Um, and, you know, she's been kind of looking into how much calories she should eat. And she's been looking into, um, kinda of RMR tests, which are resting metabolic rate, what your body needs to maintain its weight. Uh, and everything's coming up with around two thousand calories, 2200 calories to maintain weight is what these calculators online suggest for her. And she's eating, you know, nearly a thousand calories less than that and not losing weight, not seeing the results. So she's asking me, um how do I make these changes, right? How do I drop these five pounds without just keep having to drop calories? Why am I not making changes to my body, even though I'm eating a 1000 calories less than I need to to maintain. And she says, you know, she doesn't look different, even after a few months, she very, very small things she can notice. Um, and it's just a bad feeling, right? That's a terrible feeling for someone, especially in fitness, where everything is kind of mirror driven, uh, where you're You know, you see the changes in the mirror, and if they're not going the way you want to, it's very frustrating and very confusing because you think you're doing everything right. And that might be the case right here. So, I'm going to answer this question. There's a lot of different things to consider in this question, okay? And uh, if you ask this question, maybe get a pen and paper, write down the different things I'm talking about that you need to kind of check in your own habits. And if you're not the person to ask this question, still maybe do the same and. Think about these different things in your own fitness journey and what things you have dialed in and what things you need help with. So the first thing to consider is your tracking accuracy. Um, it's it, I'm not saying you're tracking incorrectly, but it is something to make sure you check on. So if you are just starting tracking, I suggest getting a scale. I suggest weighing everything. I suggest measuring everything be very old school bodybuilder about it, maybe even meal plan and make sure you're not taking in foods that you don't track. So be aware of things like salad dressing, uh, liquid calories, things like ketchup, you know, these little things that maybe add up throughout the day. And then just maybe sure you're, you know, just be sure you're tracking it right. So, um, you know, a cup of rice might be less than you think. You might be thinking you're having a cup, but it might actually be a cup and a half. So you might be eating a little more than you think. That'd be the first thing to, ...to kind of analyze is how accurate are you being in your tracking. That's something that you can fix right away. That's something that you can just be a little more precise about. Uh, But if you are very good at tracking, you did mention in the question you had a food scale. So you're probably already making things pretty accurate with that. Uh, But if you're someone else listening... Be sure that you're actually tracking correctly and that you're very good at it before you start playing with calories and things like that because the math usually works out and the math usually will work for you as long as you're eating the right amount of foods. What I find a lot of times is that people aren't tracking you know, a couple donuts a week or they're you know, drinking maybe orange juice with their breakfast that they don't track and these little things will add up over time and they'll definitely sabotage your results but if you're tracking correctly, there's other things to consider. Okay. Now, one thing before I even get started into the how the process should even look for this weight loss for these five pounds, and then maybe the long term uh, progress you should be making. Uh, If you're advanced, so you did mention so 20, 21 years old, you've been lifting for a while, uh, you're pretty young. uh, And you know, you're at a good weight for your height and your age. So I would, I would, I'm guessing that you are fairly athletic, right? If you ask this question, um, and I'm guessing since, you know, you kind of seem to know a good amount about lifting and nutrition, that it's, it's, it's definitely a habit for you. So you might kind of be actually in the advanced category. You mentioned see your abs more. Just by that wording makes me think that you're pretty lean already and you just want to get even more lean for this cruise. Now, if that's the case, uh, if and if you're advanced like that, where if you're a female and you can see a little bit of your abs, if you're pretty strong, you've been working out for a while, you've been tracking your food if you're advanced, the changes are going to be very small that you see. So you mentioned maybe not being able to see results over the last few months. Uh, They are going to be very small. So keep that in mind as you're going through this process that it might take a lot of time to see even a little bit because your body is basically as you get more lean and in more in shape, it's going to be harder and harder to keep on improving. And that's the way it is in everything, right? If you're doing a bench press, it's gonna be really easy to get from zero to a hundred pounds. But as you go to one hundred to two hundred, it'll go a little bit slower, two hundred to three hundred even slower, three hundred to four hundred very slow, you know, even a lifetime to get there. So you have to keep in mind that as the more advanced you get, the tougher it's gonna to be to see these changes. You're not gonna wake up after a month of dieting and see this, you know, uh magazine cover look if you're already pretty advanced. There's a lot of different strategies that go into that. There's a lot of water cutting things you can do and just this whole process takes longer. And so I'm gonna give you the process, how I would outline it and what you should be focusing on. But uh just keep in mind that you might be pretty advanced already and you might be in good enough shape that the results will be small. So, you know, you need to Maybe be a little more crazy about tracking everything, which usually I'm not a huge fan of, but you are, if you are getting frustrated just by looking in the mirror or having other people tell you what your results are looking like, you might need to start tracking things. So track your weight, track your waist, measure your neck, measure your arms, measure your uh, legs, measure your waist. you're, You're measuring everything and keeping track of that over time, like week by week. And that'll help you really know if you're making results in the good way or uh, kind of making things worse with whatever you're doing. So the process here, um, how I would normally tell somebody in this situation with these goals, um, not really with the calories. So let's say it's just a 21 year old, uh, female five days a week workout, 137 to 140 pounds wants to cut down five pounds or so. And they're tracking accurately. The process is normally going to look like that you eat roughly 10 to 12 times your body weight in calories, and that's kind of average per per day that can fluctuate up and down a little bit, but really that's what it'll be, so you're going to be somewhere around 1,400 to 1,500 calories per day, which is on the high end of what you're eating right now, and that should be pretty rapid weight loss, that should be about a pound a week, unless you're very lean, that'll be more like a half a pound a week, and that's what it should look like. You'd eat that, uh, eat that amount of calories, probably refeed once a week where you're spiking your carbs up. Maybe on the weekend you eat about 500 calories, 300 to 500 calories more of just carbs. Uh, So that's going to look something like um, extra 100 grams of carbs or so. You do that once a week while keeping the fat and protein in check. And that's going to kind of help your hormones stay steady. It's going to help your leptin spike up, help you to continue to make progress over time and not stall out. Uh, You're going to weigh yourself every day and you should be seeing that that uh, weight loss go at about a half pound to one pound, it's going to slow down as you get leaner and leaner, but it should be about that you will hit plateaus. And as you hit that you're weighing yourself every day, maybe for a whole week or two weeks, you don't move the scale at all. At that point, you can adjust your calories down. If you lose more than a pound a week, you can adjust your calories up by basically just one or 200 calories from carbs either way. That's how the process should look, and that's how it looks for someone who's a client, right? Is that they're going to be going through this process kind of a cycle over and over again, depending on what their goals are and what their weight is doing. Now, you're not seeing those results, right? It seems like you're eating under the amount that is recommended, uh, which I'll get into in a little bit. And I don't know if you're doing the refeeds and you're working out five days a week. So you're moving and you're paying attention to your nutrition. So it should be happening. You should be seeing that half pound to a pound. Be sure you are tracking because if it is only a half pound, uh, per week, you know, it might be, that's, that's not much. That's a pound every two weeks. And if you've been doing this for two months, you know, that's only a few pounds lost. And that's just because you might be advanced, but there are some things I would change to what you gave me long-term to see the results. So, uh, Basically, though, to start with, if you want to lose those five pounds before this cruise, you there's no other way around it, right? You got to be good at tracking and you got to keep dropping those calories. Mathematically, it works and really in your body that's the way it's going to go down right the only way you're going to lose the five pounds is to keep dropping your calories it's really the only way to do it it's not the best thing long term which i'll get into how you can kind of fix this long term but short term since you have this thing coming up you just have to diet down you know you have to drop the calories even a little more if that's not an option maybe you drop carbs that is another option for you go just I don't know how long you have till this cruise, one or two weeks might be all by the time of doing this episode., uh, but with this goal coming up, maybe you just kind of drop the carbs for a little bit and uh, you know have them down to like fifty grams a day of carbs, and that'll definitely drop some water weight and some glycogen, which will maybe help you look a little bit leaner just for this temporary thing. However, if you're not losing weight at 1,100 calories per day and you're very diligent about tracking and working out and um, you know keeping on track with this for these last couple of months, then you do have a problem that needs to be addressed long term. And this is something I like to, I like to talk about because I think a lot of people have this problem. Uh, and it is metabolic damage. It's something I've talked about before metabolic damage is kind of a word that's not really a thing it's just kind of basically describing how your body's adapting so metabolic damage basically is that you've dropped your calories too much over time and your body wants to adapt to maintain itself on that calorie that's what your body does right it's gonna do either two things to adapt right if I if I'm eating 3,000 calories right now as a 200 pound guy and I and I drop them down to 2500 calories first my body will drop some weight to adapt to that so it's you know less fuel so it's trying to drop the weight that your book that these food has to fuel, basically. But in the long term your body will adapt to only utilizing that much fuel per day, uh, to maintain the weight that adapt. That's why you hit plateaus in your diet. So you have to keep dropping it or you have to kind of be smarter about how you're dropping your calories. So I'm guessing what happened is that maybe you dropped calories too much in the beginning. You know, you Maybe you you even didn't mean to, maybe you just don't eat much, right? And you maybe should be eating around 2000, but you, most of your life, you've only eaten a thousand and it's worked for you, but your body's adapted to that. And now that you actually want to lose weight, it's tough because you can't drop much from a thousand. It's not very much food per day. It's not very sustainable. I'm guessing that's the problem you're in. So long term, we need to fix that metabolism and we need to reverse that metabolic damage, get that, get those calories up so you can actually cut effectively in the future and live a life that is sustainable and you can really change your goals on the whim right so how this is going to look um is i need you to fix the metabolism i need you to use this principle of the minimum effective dose, right? If you can in the future, if you reverse your calories up, which I'll get into in a little bit, if you can make the changes with only a 200 drop in calories to 1800, don't drop to 1100 because your body will still adapt down there and then you're going to run into problems. Uh, So you're going to fix the metabolism and nutrition by Reversing, so basically, what that means is adding a little bit of calories over time, your protein will pretty much stay 0.8 grams per pound of body weight you're going to be roughly around 100 110 grams of protein a day your fat's going to probably hover around 25 to 30 percent of your daily calories uh and then everything else is the carbs so you can pick up my macro guide on triple f slash macro or you can use something like my fitness pal and calculate the percentages depending how you want to go about this um So you're going to reverse by adding carbs. Maybe it's only going to be 50 grams a week, and you're going to do this for quite a bit of time till you get up over 2,300 calories a day. And then you're not just going to stop. You're going to eat 2,300 calories a day for two or three months okay, you're going to maintain your weight at 2300 calories a day. Now you will gain weight during this process, not a lot, but a little bit. If you're smart about when you add it, you might actually lose a little bit of weight. If you have metabolic damage, I've seen it many times where you'll add in, you know, you'll get from that 1100 up to about 1700 a day and you'll actually lose weight uh, because of that increase in calories. Your hormones are really cooking and your metabolism is really fired up. Um, You're going to, reverse up to that number, maintain for a while. And then you can cut, we're talking like a six month process right here until you can cut again. Um, So maybe you cut down the carbs, you cut down the calories just for this cruise. Then you start this reverse process for a few months, you maintain for a few months, and then you can cut the weight, but you won't have to cut down to 1100. You can probably still eat around 1800 to 2000 calories a day and still cut And still be dropping weight and you'll see that half pound to one pound a week doing all the things I mentioned before that process I outlined will go much smoother if you have this high amount of calories as your maintenance and that's why reversing and fixing metabolic damage is so powerful. Also, one quick note with your training, you said five times a week. I don't know if that's weight training or if that's running or if that's yoga, whatever it is, um, how I would probably structure it at least during the reverse is to cut back on that a little bit, Um, probably do three times a week, two to three times a week of weight training, full body workouts, uh, and then for... Your other just keep active for the rest of it, right? Go on walks, play sports, whatever you do. Uh, don't be inactive, but maybe cut back on the high intensity workouts. Try to limit that high intensity to only two to three times a week, and that'll just help your metabolism adjust as well and start climbing up out of that low part that you're at right now. Hopefully that answered that question. Long answer. I'm actually probably just going to stop. That probably will be just this episode is this episode about fixing metabolic damage. But hopefully if you asked the question, it kind of helped you and showed you maybe some things to focus on and gave you a process to go through. You are kind of in a spot where you need to reverse up and fix that metabolism. But I know the short term goal is there. So there are things you can do. But really, mathematically, it's just dropping more calories, which at a point is pretty unsustainable and makes you probably pretty unhappy. Uh, But hopefully, this episode helps you out. Foodie Friday. There you go, guys. An episode, a case study on metabolic damage, on how to reverse up the process you should be seeing in your weight loss, and uh, uh, just how to go about your nutrition uh, if you are struggling to lose weight. This is something I think a lot of people struggle with. A lot of, a lot of people have problems with plateaus and stalling out because their body's adapting, whether it's a crash diet, whether they just don't eat enough in general, or whether uh, they're just impatient, right? There's a lot of different things. I've been, uh, I've been a victim to that as well, that impatience that kind of causes you to keep dropping too fast, want those results sooner, and then you end up having to fix the process for a long amount of time. But Trust me, the reverse is enjoyable. The reversing the metabolic damage is very healthy. You're going to feel great. You're probably going to lose a little bit of weight even, and you're going to be setting yourself up for long-term success, which is way more important than the short-term success. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully, you got a lot from it. If you like the show, review and subscribe. If you want to hear me talk a little bit more about metabolic damage, maybe get into more nitty-gritty details, just ask a question on social media, Fit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. And then also uh, we got com slash contact, linked in the description as always. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you guys on Christmas Day.